Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at San Diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome to Food Court, a production of iHeartRadio. Food Court is now in session. I'm Richard Blaze, and I will be your host and your judge. This is the podcast where I settle your food fights, your food disagreements, your food picadillos. No, that's a dish and a condiment. Or is it picadillo? Troy probably knows, revealing who one of our... Well, Justin, they're both smarter than me. They probably both... Oh, no, go ahead. This is fun. It's picadillos. There it is, once and for all, although picadillo, we know, is also a food item. Joining us in the court today, we have two people I'm friends with. I don't know why I said it like that. I am really friends with them. They get right to it. They're at the table. Uh, They're used to sparring with each other, at least verbally, uh, most of the time. Uh, And I know that today, uh, at least one of them will still be friends with me after I deliver my verdict. First up, we have an American chef known for winning Food Network star and writer of the forthcoming Marvel Eat the Universe cookbook, it's Justin Warner. Hello, Richard. Thank you for having me, Your Honor. <laughs> Thank you. Never have I been called Your Honor before, even especially by a friend. Or had it. Uh, okay. Going up against Justin, we have a writer, a food critic, and you may have seen him judging on Iron Chef America and Guy's Grocery Games on the Food Network. It's Troy Johnson. 
Hello, hello. I, I'm not going to call you your honor, I, even though I do believe that you have some somewhere in there. You have some honor. Somewhere. But, okay, yeah, yeah, no worries. Uh, okay. I'm not going to hold that against you, and I'm not also going to give Justin any bias for calling me your honor. Um, you now, you're not making a spectacle of your court. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my God, you watched CSI or like Law and Order before this, Justin? <laughs> Can I say, man? It's Perry Mason, bro. Well, listen, you're you're both used to judging, right, in your worlds. You are judges on these TV shows, and you're a critic, Troy, the ultimate judge. Yeah, those guys are jerks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I've been a professional jerk for a long time. No, you know, it's been my job to analyze what we eat, why we eat it, and whether or not it can be made a better way. And I think I have it all prepared today of why what I'm going to argue for is the supreme, supreme winner in this episode. I mean, it's not even really close, you know? I mean, it's mm. Biscuit, you mm. know? And everything mm. else is just biscuits. Got it. Trying to jump in and perhaps spoil what the episode is, but he didn't because he's savvy. Now, listen, I'm always excited to come into the court and decide these cases, but today I'm extra excited because it's a debate I've been hoping someone would bring since food court started, since it was a twinkle in my eye and it's a big one it's a doozy it is drum roll please hamburgers versus hot dogs oh i'm excited about this you're fired up justin's fired up crystal and i are pretty excited we've wanted someone to tackle this topic for a really long time but before we jump in let's catch up since none of us has seen each other in person for a while, although Justin was just on my other podcast starting for attention last week. Can I just say I'm really kind of disturbed at how quiet Justin is? It, that's, it really expresses a lot of confidence that I'm not comfortable with, and I wish he'd stop. Well, you know, what? I just like to save my, my things for the, the, the case at hand, you know? Why, why bother flapping my jaws now you know, <laughs> when, when we actually have culinary justice to met out? <laughs> and, and I think Justin is very familiar. He's got the gamer headset on. I think he's, he's, read, he's in the Zoom space. Like, Justin was built, Troy. Not like you and I, perhaps, for the, the virtual experience space, don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, he is, he is the human avatar. Truly, truly. Justin, now listen, I hear, and this is pretty specific and, and special for our show, I hear you were on the high school debate team. Yeah, I think so. God, this is getting worse. Yeah, I mean, I have extensive notes taken already. I don't know if you guys can, can see them. Oh, <laughs> I, sh I should have written it backwards. Yeah, I know this I, is a podcast, guys, but the note says... Troy sucks in bubble letters. You know what? Hold it up and Crystal's going to get a still of this. <laughs> Did my daughter send that to you? <laughs> Troy. Your daughter calls you Troy? Wow. <laughs> Not only does she call me Troy, she says he sucks. That is really my legend that I will give to my children. Troy sucks. You know, started by our dear departed friend, Carl Ruiz. Um, and now I've just been saying Troy sucks to myself and to public people forever. And I appreciate that Justin is carrying on that tradition in a very antagonistic and beautiful way. Yes, bringing art to the game. Justin, were there any, what are your memories of the uh, high school debate world? You know, the main thing is to, to be concise and to not argue emotion unless you have to. I think there is a, a pretty famous quote is like, thump the facts. If you don't have the facts, thump the table or something like that. Yeah, so, you know, always lead with logic first, and if logic doesn't prevail, go straight for emotion. Mm, get sassy. That seems like American politics, basically, the second part, at least. I mean, what is politics if not just simply arguing over which is best? You know, it comes down to ideas, I guess, but yeah, which is the best idea? And today, the, the idea is food. Mm. Now, Troy, what about you? Were you on the uh, debate team? Oh, yeah, no, no, I was smoking outside of the classroom where the debate team was doing their great work. Um, no, I... 
I really appreciate Justin's idea of going for, you know, logic before emotion. I have lived my life the opposite manner. I mean, completely. I've been in a glass box of emotion. I am anchorman in that really dire situation where he just lost Baxter. That is my entire life. So I'm going to go hard on thumping the table today and uh, and hope that works for me. And I hope that people, you know, will really fall for a lot of my, my BS, if you, if you will. Mm, people do. They love you for your BS, Troy. This is... <laughs> Now, listen, I know you're both. Well, listen, Justin, you're a chef. Troy, you know, you're you not. <laughs> I, look, I have cooking where I'm now using it in the pandemic a lot. Well, it's that's what I was going to say. What what has been for both of you? What has been your most ambitious cooking project that you've taken on during quarantine? Troy, go ahead. All right. Well, I did a did a uh, like crispy skin duck one night, and it was you know, and really for me to get that rendered out skin and get it really crispy is, is tough. You know, I mean, it, it really it, it frightens me a little bit. You have to do it at just the right temp so it melts out, you know, without becoming rubber, but the skin doesn't burn. And I I burned it before, and I actually pulled it off, and it was mm. delicious, and it cracked and made a noise, and you know, I felt like I was straight out of the CIA Hyde Park, except for it was this really crappy apartment that I live in. You know, I mean, it was just. It, it felt really good about myself, you know, and then the rest of it's really just been like the other day. I swear to God, I ate a microwave hot dog on its own in a paper towel. Like that was mm -hmm. it. There was no condiments. There was no bun. There was no shame. I just, I, you know, I've cooked a lot during this and I'm very proud of my skills as they've developed. And I'm very proud of my ability to say, screw those skills and just eat a hot dog out of the microwave. Right, but the paper towel catches some of the loose moisture. It does. It, it kind of steams it a little bit, almost like molecular gastronomy. Yeah, there you go. What about you, Justin? You've done more than just eat a hot dog out of the microwave, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, I'm the official chef of South Dakota beef, so obviously uh, I am a, a fan of cow-based products. And so, yeah, I did a 22-pound packer-cut brisket. took about uh, 23 and a half hours. No crutch on that good guy. Simple salt and pepper. But uh, yeah, it was it was intense. It was actually like very difficult to lift 22 pounds of 200 degree meat out of the smoker. That was something I wasn't really prepared for, but it was entirely worth it. It, it jiggled like a, a Nelly video. I was going to say 200 degrees. Talk about low and slow. Yeah, it was good. Well, you know, I did it at 250, but I pulled it, the, the meat out of the smoker when it reached 200. Getting all scientific. Troy, you understand what he's saying. Absolutely. That's yes. All right, so listen, we're going to get into it. Justin, in a sentence or so, let us know what you'll be arguing today in the food court. I'm simply arguing that hamburgers are better than hot dogs. And honestly, I'm not arguing that specifically. I'm just presenting the truth. So, you, you know, it, this might seem like an argument to the viewers, but I'm really just presenting facts. Okay, uh, hamburgers are superior. And Troy, what does that mean you're going to be responding with? Look, I mean, while I love the burger and recognize its place in history, it hurts my heart to see it devolved into Vegas Elvis. It's excess and self-importance. The once humble American icon is now posting Instagram pics from sex parties on its mega yacht with the caption, we're all in this together. Troy, getting right into it, being gaveled on. Troy, you'll have plenty of times to argue. You're arguing that hot dogs are better. Hot dogs are much better. Yes. Never, never a lack of words coming from Troy Johnson. Before we jump into it here at Food Court, I like to have a quick trivia round before the oral arguments begin. The winner of the trivia round gets to decide the order you present. Now, listen, I know both of you have worked long and hard at finding, curating, procuring what your buzzer sound will be today. So, Justin, can you test your buzzer for us so that our, our listeners will know it's you? <laughs> Going with the jug band 
approach. That is a bottle of pop since you're in South Dakota, I'm assuming. No, this is just sparkling water. You know, okay. I, I think South Dakota knows what sparkling water is and does not call it pop. Okay, fair. But do they say pop or soda in South Dakota? Uh, it varies person to person. You know, some say pop, but others say soda. Ah, oh, I like that. I like soda. Soda. All right. Yeah. Troy, you do not have the jug band. Your noise is going to be... This is a uh, much coveted thing of hand sanitizers. I just want to show off that I have some. There it is. Troy will be beating the drum of the disinfectant wipes. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, this Uh, is my life right here. This is my talisman. This is my rosary. You know? I mean, this is it. It is pretty special. I found some... uh, I had a crew over the house the other day, and they had some Clorox wipes with them. And I had to shoot a video with it because it was like finding the, the one ring, the one true ring. I was going to say, for one second, I thought you were going to say I had to shoot them because, you know, that's, it's kind of gotten to that, right? Yeah. There was a part of me that wanted to sort of throw it in my knapsack for sure. Okay. So let's get into the trivia. Whoever wins the trivia will get to decide whether they present their case first or they go second. All right. Question one. You ready, gentlemen? I'm ready. Yes. yes. What was the first hamburger chain founded in 1921 in Wichita, Kansas. That is Troy with the sanitizer wipe drum. White Castle. White Castle is correct. Troy Johnson. Impressive. Coming in (laughs) super hot. Super hot. I'm a a trivia nerd, by the way. I'm a huge trivia nerd. Uh, Also, real quick, thoughts on White Castle, just in general. I love the fact that White Castle has A, a square bun. I've always appreciated the irregular geometry that kind of adds to a different experience and the holes that they put in the little patties themselves. So they steam. A steamed burger is underrated. You can find one of those in Connecticut. There's a whole, there's a legendary place that does them in these burger trays. Guys, that like, has that like sweat lodge type of taste. I love it. Mm. Yeah, White Justin? Castle doesn't pay me to say anything nice about them. So when they do, I will uh, give you my opinion on that. But until then, I just like to stick to the facts and the arguments. Yeah. Is this why your career is so much more advanced than mine? You just don't give it away for free? <laughs> no, no. Surprise, surprise. That's my secret. I'm oh, always wow. selling. There we go. I like White Castles because you can still get fried clams instead of fries in some White Castles locations, I think. Yes. All right, question two. Troy Johnson's up 1-0. This one is a two-parter. Perhaps the first two-part question we've had on Food Court so far. Part one, according to Mental Floss, what is the number one hot dog topping in America? Okay, Justin. It's got to be ketchup, right? Uh, that is not correct. It is not ketchup. What do you mean? Topping? Means, we're going to differentiate between topping and condiment? That means that the answer is Troy. I, I want to go back to what Justin said. Is this topping or condiment? Come on, I, I need a clarification here. What's the number one hot dog topping slash condiment in America? Gotta be mustard. Come on. Mustard is the correct answer. Justin making an appeal, perhaps, it looks like. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm just waiting for the next questions. What is this? Okay. Best of three? Yep. Am I done? Yep. That's great. Part, no, part two of this question. What's the most popular hamburger topping, according to Reader's Digest? I mean, but are we talking? Go ahead, Troy. Just sweep me on the trip. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. I feel like I'm not. I feel like I feel like I'm just getting overly Troy, excited. Troy, you banged here. in. You banged in on the wipes. What's the answer? It's gotta be ketchup. The answer here is not ketchup. The answer oh. is cheese for the yeah, hamburger. Yeah, well, I thought I could come back and say cheese. You're it. I got to say. You got it, Justin. <laughs> you got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love how fired up we are. Justin gets the second part of the question. Troy got the first part of the question. What Troy didn't know was the second part of the question was actually worth a little bit more points than the first part. Oh, this is malarkey. This is... Well, no, th- this is uh, Richard Blaze. Uh, you might get <laughs> Clearly. Clearly not. Which means we're tied. 
This is my court. I will tabulate this the way I see fit. Perfect. We're tied heading into the last question. And the last question is multiple choice. Where did the first hot dog stand in America open? A, Coney Island, Brooklyn. B, Chicago. C, Los Angeles. Oh. That's Justin Warner. Yeah, I'm going to say Coney Island. Ooh, Justin Warner. The answer is Coney Island, Brooklyn. Taking the little, uh, what do you call that, Troy, when you sort of distract like the, like, the, like the person got it wrong, but they really got it right? The diversion, the, the um, diversion. subterfuge. No, diversion works. I like the diversionary tactics to see a little bit more joy coming from Justin. Justin, that means you win the trivia round. You get to make the ultimate decision in food court, and that is whether or not you present your case first. What will it be? I'm going to defer to Troy. You know, I don't think that I need any sort of advantage to, uh, as I said, speak the truth. <laughs> okay, Troy, you're going to go first. And before we get into that, it's time for a quick break. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. All right, everyone, we are back to recap today in the food court. We have two of my friends who are here today to test our friendship. Justin Warner will be arguing in favor of hamburgers, while Troy Johnson is team hot dogs, which just sounds fun to say. The way this works is that each of you will have three minutes to state your cases. During your three minutes, you cannot use your time to go low and dirty and focus on your opponent's case. Lay everything out there on the table because I base my judgments only on what happens in the courtroom today, not my personal opinions. I am a judge, as you know, with a lot of integrity, unless Guy Fieri jumps on here and tries to sway my opinion one way. I'll have to wait. 
then it all goes out the window. But listen, I'm not a monster, guys. You know that. And after both of you state your cases, you'll get two minutes to go into all the reasons that your opponent is wrong and why their opinion is absolute trash. Because that's fun, and we can all use a little bit of fun right now. So, Troy, you've been gifted the opportunity to go first. You'll have three minutes on the clock. Are you ready to go? Let me just increase my font size here for some old eyes. Yeah. Ooh, the writer coming in. <laughs> I had to, man. I'll forget it all. You know me. No, I like it. I like it. Those usually, I mean, not to just like, uh, usually someone who came in and, and, and wrote something usually does well in food court. Okay. Except for Simon Majumdar. Simon Majumdar wrote too much. Your time starts now. Okay, here's the problem with burgers. Burgers are now salads. Burgers started out so humble and pure, they, you know, a little well-seasoned meat and fresh baked bread, but it lost the... Troy, are you arguing the case? Are you for hot dogs? No, I, no, 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 no. I'm going, I'm, I'm taking down burgers first and then I'm arguing the hot dog. Well, the first round is about why hot dogs are great, not why burgers are not great. Okay. I, I gotta say, you know, th let this be noticed by the court, you know, that <laughs> the court is resetting the clock to three minutes. I will gift you the fact that I have, you know, I'm not going to let you have to waste those 25 seconds. But Troy, the, the rules of round one are to talk about why hot dogs are great, not why hamburgers are not great. Okay, here we go. I'm going to start. Sorry? Starts now. All right, first off, hot dogs combat food waste, right? Americans waste up to 40% of food produced in the country every single year. The greatest chefs and food people from like Fergus Henderson to Richard Blaze to Justin Warner, my esteemed opponent here, know that one of the greatest tragedies of American cuisine is that we eat only the sexy parts of the animal and toss the rest. It's a tragic shame and an elitist disgrace and burgers, you know, they only use chuck, and they use sexiest cuts of beef. Am I gonna get gaveled here? Okay, wait, wait, wait. But the hot dogs use every part, the head, the skin, fatty tissues, lips, and ass. You know, using the parts is not gross, it's morally responsible. So hot dogs are not only tasty, they're ethically more virtuous. Hot dogs also make something out of nothing, continuing in that vein. This is an extension of that point. Like, can a burger make something delicious out of lips and it can't. It doesn't even try. So this, I present to the court, is the ultimate virtue of the hot dog. It takes all of the unwanted cast-offs and gives them a medium in which they shine. This is the righteous path of punk rock and America itself. Third, you can eat it with one hand. Whereas today's burgers, you need three hands, a couple of forks, and a food dictionary. Hot dog, one single hand, and you are free to go on with your life in other ways with the other hand. I don't care what you do. I don't even want to know. But hot dog only requires one hand. The fourth point I would say is that you can microwave it. Sometimes life is tough. Sometimes you... Your kid is being homeschooled because of quarantine. You've got 30 seconds to make them lunch. You, if you microwave a hamburger, you have just made some kind of fossil fuel that smells like a you know, barnyard. A hot dog is perfect in the microwave. And resting your case. That I rest my case because the rest was against hamburgers. <laughs> There it is coming in a minute under the bell, but with only two minutes, Troy, I've never seen you move so fast. Yeah. Presenting lots, lots of facts. <laughs> I have to disregard the comment about Richard Blaze. That's not going to get you anywhere in this court, but Fergus Henderson, that's some props right there. You also said Fatty Tissue, which should be, it probably is a band name, probably is a punk rock band name. Yes. Uh, Troy letting us know that hot dogs are punk rock. You can eat them in one hand. There's an Alanis Morissette lyric in there somewhere. 
a very impressive first round and that they can be cooked in the microwave. I will say, after a rough 25-second start where Troy got gaveled more than anyone has ever been on this show, <laughs> he finished pretty strong. Justin, are you ready for your yep. three minutes of why hamburgers are the almighty? Absolutely. Your time starts now. All right, so consider the place and the origin of the hamburger. Hamburg, Germany. Certainly one of the major ports for Americans coming, well, future Americans. People were leaving out of Europe through Hamburg. They come to America, and what do they want? They want a taste of the old world, and thus uh, the invention of hamburgers in the United States. This is a thing that is storied. It is literally like the greeting, welcome to America. We got burgers. All right, so that is a, a fact. One other thing that I love about hamburgers is that they can be as minimal as you want. Simply a hamburger steak between two buns or as maximum as you want. You cannot continue on by making a hot dog bigger and bigger and bigger, but I'm not gonna shame the hot dog in the first round. I'm simply gonna point out that truly the sky is the limit, literally, when it comes to the stackability, customization, and augmentation of the hamburger. Now, this is a food court, so I argue very much so that the hamburger is the champion of this argument simply due to the fact that it is so customizable and so delicious and that it has a higher fat content. Food is here to feed us. So something being more calorically dense is something that is better. I understand that you know people care about the health and the ethicality of their food, but ultimately when I'm looking for food, I'm looking for something that is going to keep me alive. And calorie-dense food does that. What better way to welcome yourself to a new land than something that is rich and delicious? All right, one other thing here. One of the other greatest foods is fries. And burgers go with fries. Burgers, billions and billions of them have been sold by fast food chains. I think there is a reason for this, because they are beloved and because they are better. Finally, I have to talk about the cookability of a burger. A burger simply involves the patty being placed over a heat source. Name whatever you want, a griddle, a grill, a pan. There's a reason that it is so easy to cook, and that's because of its dimensions. To cook, say, a competitive protein, you might have to have a special grill that keeps it rolling and rolling and rolling. If you want perfectly cooked hot dog, it's tough. To make a perfectly cooked burger, not a lot of skill involved. Wow. There it is. That was kind of nice. Oh, okay, Justin wins. No, no, no. It was just, I was like hearing him talk. It was really, really nice. I love how Justin always sort of takes it to the engineering part of the situation, how easy it is to cook a hamburger, really letting us know that the hamburger dare I say, is American. What can I say? Dack it high. That it's a, I'm, I'm, I'm stealing one of our other guests' moments here, but it is maybe the perfect character actor. It works with everything else. It's known to make fries better. And you know what? I also was inspired during Justin's commentary. I've never seen a double chili dog before, but I've seen plenty of double cheeseburgers. Is it just built better structurally? I don't I know. Gotta I learned a lot of this from the uh, the the show. Uh, what was it called? Uh, Hunger Games, I believe, hosted by one Richard Blaze, oh. where he so gently featured me in the burger episode, and we talked about the uh, ergonomics of uh, holding a burger and how the Japanese actually ran like robotics uh, to figure out the best way to hold a burger. I, you know, I didn't feel the need to tear down the hot dog and the whole one-handed approach, but uh, I guess that's what the second round is for, right? That Jeff? is what the second round is for. <laughs> Justin, doing a little bit of politicking there. But kissing. Letting me know about a show that also got canceled. So it's also <laughs> making me sad. So that sort of backfired on you there, Justin. All right, here we go. Round two. This is where you can go low. I think both of you are ready for this. Troy, are you ready to let Justin know why hamburgers are, are gross? Absolutely. 
All right, your two minutes starts right now. All right, so look, burgers may have been invented as an affordable food for weary travelers on ocean liners from Hamburg, Germany to the U.S., but now you can find a $5 burger maybe at a Little League snack bar someplace that smells like dirty mop water and specializes in frozen burgers and deep-fried salmonella. But most of these, like, burgers are like Ursatz Liberace burgers are pushing like $10 to $30 range. That's not a burger. That's a down payment on your depression. Burgers were once a food of the people, but that honor now belongs to the hot dog alone. Hot dogs don't care if you've got a matching 401k or you're just lucky to have matching socks. They only cost a few bucks. All right, second. Now you said that burgers can be maximized. That's the problem with burgers. Burgers are used to be so humble and pure. It was just well-seasoned meat and baked bread. But now you've got eggs and apples and sweet potatoes and ramen. You take a bite of it, it's like a cob salad falls out of it, you know? When these vegetarian burgers came out, like Beyond and Impossible, everybody said, you know, oh my God, it tastes just like a burger. Why? Because they can't remember what a burger tastes like because burgers have become salads. Hot dogs stayed true to who they are inside, you know? And burgers, you talk about the fries. Here's the thing about fries. They're not burgers. I mean, you want to debate if fries are better than hot dogs and hamburgers, we can start a new show. But as of now, we're talking about burgers. And burgers just don't stack up to the good old, low-priced, everyday, common American hot dog. Well said, although I will say that I think Justin's already proved that burgers do stack up as high as you want to be. <laughs> Troy, of course, going, going the populist route. <laughs> Very much so. I mean, there's some strong stuff here on Troy's side. Economic. Troy letting us know that hot dogs are the food of the people. Absolutely. You know, I mean, they're the Bruce Springsteen. I mean, that's it, right? They're the Bruce Springsteen in your hand. Okay, Justin, your time now to let Troy know why hot dogs are trash. Your time starts now. So don't talk to me about burgers being a salad. Let's talk about one of the original salads, the Chicago dog. Probably, uh, actually, the, the hot dog elevated to one of its highest forms, but arguably a salad. In Chicago, they say, oh, we just drag it through the garden. I learned that from Jeff Morrow. Moving on, <laughs> let's, let's talk about this populist thing. They're cheap. A lot of foods are cheap. That's because they're snacks, and a hot dog does not a meal make. I don't care if it's two of them. I don't care if it's three of them. I don't care if they're covered with chili and cheese or they're dragged through the garden. They're just not a meal. A hamburger is and can be a meal. All right, next thing. A hot dog on a menu in a restaurant is generally done for irony or for like the little buckaroos, okay? It's not there for a reason. And that's because generally something is better. That better thing would be a burger. What other notes do I have here than the Troy sucks? Um... <laughs> I mean, this is the final thing. I think in the case of food court, we need to explore not just the uh, the financials of, of what is more expensive and what costs more. But here's the thing with a hot dog. Unlike, say, ground beef, you're stuck with whatever the cook or the chef or the head butcher made your hot dog out of. You can customize it from there, but ultimately you're relying on something that is often pre-cooked and often pre-seasoned. And that's a bummer to me because, uh, quite frankly, uh, in capable hands, you know, you should be using unprocessed products. And that really is kind of the sticking point is that hot dogs are an overly processed food. And that bums me out because as a great cook, as opposed to someone who simply goes to restaurants and writes about them, I am someone who enjoys having the ability to manipulate what I put into my body. You know, the hot dog, it's, it's already done. It's there for you. Justin Bitcoin Warner there, just coming out like, I don't care how much it costs, I want a burger. Yeah. And there we have it. Oh, that was sexy. Thank you. <laughs>
Prop master. Okay. Well, guys, listen, a uh, lot to digest and I'm also getting pretty hungry. I'm going to retire to my chambers and I'll be right back with my decision. Thank you, Your Honor. We anxiously await. You, you look marvelous today. I love your shirt. Thank you. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. All right, everyone, I am back in my court. I have thought long and hard about this. It's been about, what, 21 seconds since I disappeared. The case of hot dogs versus hamburgers argued by Justin Warner and Troy Johnson. Everyone's got an opinion about this one. Of course, my final verdict is not about my personal opinion, but about the cases that they brought before us today in the food court. As in every good uh, courtroom, you'll both now have your last moment to sort of persuade me either way, maybe in one minute or so or a couple of sentences. Troy, any last words before I deliver my verdict? Look, I love a good burger just like everybody else does, but we have to recognize that a burger has lost its way, and it is definitely in that nadir bottom point of its American history, the e-true Hollywood story. It's putting foie gras on itself because it's no longer good enough just being a piece of beef on a bun like it was meant to be. It has priced itself out of the common American, and it's become a salad, whereas hot dogs... Are you, are you gaveling me? <laughs> I'm gaveling you. This is a last, these are last words, Troy. This is not another three minutes. Uh... <laughs> All right. So anyways, the hot dog is of the people. It is the perfect handheld, simple American affordable food. Okay. <laughs> 
One sentence is tough for you. How do you survive on Twitter? Wait, you said one sentence? I thought you said one minute. <laughs> I, said, I said I did say a minute. My, in all fairness, I, I did misspeak there. Okay, Justin, in a sentence or so, what should I be left with here about why hamburgers are great? Listen, Troy on Team Wiener is turning this into a classist debate. This is a court about food and which food is better. Thank you for your last words. I thought <laughs> about this. Uh, there are times when I'm incredibly persuaded by the last moments, and this is one of those moments where I have been swayed at the end of the argument. Justin Warner arguing for the hamburger, the fact that it can be stacked, that you can season it, that it goes well with fries. There's an engineering aspect to it. It's a complete meal, which really resonated with me, the complete meal part. Troy, on the other hand, making the economic case for hot dogs. They are food of the people, that they're helping out with food waste and a bunch of other stuff that I didn't hear. But those are the things I remember from Troy's argument. What this really came down to was Justin at the end letting me know that this is food court. It comes to food, and food is about flavor, and flavor is about seasoning. And it was argued that one of these foods just happens to be pre-seasoned. The winner is Troy Johnson and hot dogs. <laughs> Wait a minute! I made You're no welcome, Troy. I was You're welcome. I would head straight for the guillotine. I was I was on my way to a good old loss. I'm so much more used to loss. <laughs> I so am I, Troy. And to be honest with you, I, you know, Justin sort of handed it to you at the end there, letting you know it's about seasoning. Hot dogs come pre-seasoned. This is true. And if you can cook one, Troy, in a microwave and a paper towel, there's something to be said about that. <laughs> they come ready for battle. You know, they come ready for sustenance. Well, I came in definitely leaning towards the hamburger, and none of us are as good of a chef as Justin is. For more Justin Warner, please check out his forthcoming cookbook, Marvel, Eat the Universe. And he's on Twitter and Instagram at EatFellowHumans. And Troy can be found on Twitter at underscore Troy Johnson and on Instagram at hey Troy Johnson. If you have an opinion on hamburgers or hot dogs, and I know you do, or my ability to judge, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Richard Blazer. Now on TikTok at Richard Blaze Official. Food Court is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Richard Blaze. My producer is Crystal Bamahi. Food Court was created by our executive producer, Christopher Hasiotis. The rest of my Food Court clerks are Gabrielle Collins, David Wasserman, and Jasmine Blaze. Our awesome theme song is by Jason Neesmith. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Boo! Court's over. I said, I'm outside of the courthouse right now addressing <laughs> what a sham this was. Absolutely. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. 
eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.